This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Thursday, everybody. Myself, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. We've also got Steve House with us today and Dr. Kelly Victory as well. We'll start with Dr. Kelly. How are you today, Dr. Kelly? I am well. Thanks, as always, for having me, John. You are very welcome. And thank you for joining us. We appreciate it very much. And I, Charlie, I messed that up. I don't know how I did that. But can you fix Steve and put him on the right channel for me? And we'll get Steve going here in just one second. And thank, by the way, Dr. Kelly, thanks for joining us uh, on a, how should I say this, on a travel day for you. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. <laughs> well, no worries. It's always, actually, I travel uh, almost every week, as you know, and it gives you a little snapshot, a little insight, John, into what's going on in the sure minds of the average American. Uh, it's distressing to me, and I've said this on previous shows, it distresses me greatly when I walk through airports and still see throngs of young, at least appear, you know, apparently healthy right. young people, young families, you know, three and four year old kids walking around with masks on. Um, we really have driven this uh, this fear and this psychosis. It really is a mass psychosis that we have driven deep into the mm. psyche of so much of the American population such that people really have no uh, reasonable idea of what their actual risk is from any particular thing at this point. Agree, Steve. Welcome as well. You, you and I travel, not near as much as Kelly does, of course, but I know you travel some as well, and I'm sure you see the same things. Oh, yeah. I mean, the double mask, you know, that you still see double masks mm-hmm. on people. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be critical of them. I mean, if they... If they have some sort of a condition where they're concerned about it, so be it. But it's the people, like Kelly said, that are really young, and you can't figure out why would they be um, masked up, you know, and, and young people who are clearly healthy and their kids. And I don't know. There's just a lot of misinformation out there still. Okay. So and not, not to belabor this because we've talked about the mask thing a lot, but Dr. Kelly, back to what Steve just said a moment ago, even on the double mask thing, unless I'm confused – Knowing the size of the virus and how viruses work, is double masking any way, shape, or form protecting that individual any more than a single mask would? No, and it actually increases their risk of things like trapping CO2, carbon dioxide. The reality with surgical masks, 
is that which is the the type that the vast majority of people are wearing is that you breathe around the sides over the top and under the bottom a surgical mask was never ever intended to stop the flow of air over the top and around the sides and therefore free flow of, of viruses or any small particles the only reasons i as a physician or a surgeon wear a mask is twofold number one it's to keep me from inadvertently coughing or spitting into an open sterile field, into a wound, keep me from spitting into a wound, and to keep me from being sprayed in the face with blood or other bodily fluids. That's it. It isn't to stop me from spreading any type of infectious, you know, respiratory virus to the patient or for me contracting one from the patient. So the idea, you can wear 10 masks, and you are only going to increase your risk of trapping carbon dioxide, and you, you are doing nothing. You will simply breathe more and more over the side. Watch people walking down. I used to say this in the winter time. Watch people mm-hmm. walking down the street in Manhattan in the middle of winter with a mask on. You see these, you know, puffs of you know condensed air of, of you know steam around their around their mouths, um, and it just was preposterous to think that anyone actually believed these masks were doing something. Steve, one thing I have noticed, and you guys, you know, you and Dr. Kelly are correct, and I've seen the same thing at the airports and so on. Although I will say, in the retail establishments, I noticed, you know, wife and I were at Costco last weekend, and I will tell you that on the retail establishment end of things, I'm seeing far, far, far less masks than I did even a couple of months ago. So it, it's almost like it's really getting to the point where it has, it has waned so far down uh, you know, down the list, if you would, of concerns that people aren't even thinking about it much anymore. I don't think they are, John. I mean, I think that they're tired of it. They don't like the way it feels. I mean, Kelly, you just cleared up a problem for me. You said people wearing double masks are trapping carbon dioxide. Now I know why they're turning green. You know, it's all that <laughs> going on around the mask. Okay, so all of this, by the way, leading into... Which is really what it, where I want to start to. we got a lot of things to cover today. By the way, if you got a question for Dr. Kelly or Steve, please text me 307 200 8222 again 307 200 8222 but this new variant Dr. Kelly I'll start with you that really is being as far as I'm concerned just hyped to all get out they're wanting everybody now to be fearful of this next variant I sent you guys an article that was in CNN a couple of days ago that if you didn't know any better you wouldn't want to leave the house for how bad this thing is it is going to be the worst of all variants we've ever seen Dr. Kelly what are your thoughts my thoughts are this. This is craven fear-mongering at its finest, John. Uh, we have seen multiple, multiple mutations of the original Wuhan strain. And here's the spoiler alert. We will see dozens more. Okay. It is the nature of viruses. They mutate. All viruses mutate. And coronaviruses are particularly adept at it. They do it more quickly than other viruses. Fortunately, we have seen these viruses act exactly as we would anticipate for viral mutations, meaning, number one, they've become more contagious. They're easier to transmit from one person to another, but they are less lethal. They cause less severe illness, less severe symptoms. So we are not seeing people largely get you know, symptoms that even require treatment by a physician, let alone admission to the hospital. Um, I think we would do far better to focus on the reality, the irrefutable evidence, which is that the people who are getting infected 
over and over and over again with these new variants, these new mutations, are the people who are highly vaccinated. And that's a worrisome thing. There's clearly some immune suppression happening in the highly vaccinated population that is causing them not to mount the the type of immune response that they should. So those are the folks who are getting Omicron and BA4 and BA5 over and over and over again. Steve, along those lines, and again, I know that just I'm going to say this. I know that you've got an opinion on this as well, but there's in this same article uh, that I mentioned talking about this new variant that Dr. Kelly just was, was you know, referring to that I asked about the BA4. Uh, question I've got, because in this article it talks about Dr. Fauci and some of his statements on it and so on. Have we ever had a appointed official like Fauci get by with as many mis, you know, diagnosis information, whatever you want to call it? I mean, this guy has flat out, in my opinion, lied to the American public, lied to the world, and has somehow gotten by with it. My feeling is this guy ought to be behind bars. Are we going to do anything about that? Well, first of all, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back to the original question Kelly just answered. But let me answer your question first. There's a simple two-word answer: Joe Biden. Mm. Joe Biden himself has been lying about stuff. I mean, if you watch, I mean, officials. There's a guy in Connecticut that's a United States senator who lied about serving in Vietnam and got caught. He's still a U.S. senator. I mean, we don't hold government officials to anywhere near a high enough standard, and they get away with, you know, saying almost anything they want because they'll get away with it. I mean, it's just the way it works. So. I don't expect us to ever hold him responsible. No one will ever fire him. Um, there's too many explanations that would have to happen to go with that. Going back to this that, or this virus and, the, and the, the latest version of Omicron, there's a couple things that I think are really important. Number one, people, they need people to be afraid of it because they won't get anybody to be vaccinated with the next booster that's coming okay. or the Omicron-specific vaccines. Now, keep in mind, Kelly just said that a, a virus becomes more lethal, and not, not more lethal, more transmissible, less lethal. The vaccines themselves are becoming more lethal over time, it, it appears. I mean, the more people get them, the more boosters they get. Vaccines themselves are becoming more lethal while the virus is becoming less lethal at the same time. But they've got to sell the idea that they can sell Omicron-specific vaccines, although we know from testing that the original vaccines actually have hurt your immune system enough that they start to kill the Omicron-specific vaccine. So it may not see any advantage or any performance whatsoever. All of that's going on in an effort to try to sell vaccines for people to go to the hospital, for hospitals to make money. There's all kinds of money associated with this, Mm -hmm. John, and we haven't unraveled it enough yet. Hmm. Dr. Kelly, you want to chime in on that last part again? Because I agree with that one 100%. Yeah, well, the reality is this. This has to do with the nature of the way these particular vaccines were made. They were predicated on a singular spike protein. And that spike protein is absolutely the area of the virus that was predicted and predictably mutated. So the the vaccines that we're using today are based on the original Wuhan Mm -hmm. strain, the spike protein that was on the Wuhan strain. That spike protein has not existed for over a year now. It's gone. It is mutated to a form that antibodies produced by the people who have got vaccinated don't recognize the spike protein on the current mutations, okay? Right. The problem here is they are talking about making this new, quote, bivalent vaccine, a new vaccine that will include uh, the spike protein from the original Wuhan strain. Don't ask me why, since it doesn't exist any longer. And then they're going to include the spike protein from BA4 and BA5. 
The problem is by the time these vaccines come to market, which will probably be in October, I hate to, spoiler alert again, BA4 and BA5 will be gone. Right, right. So you will create, get that vaccine, you will start to crank out antibodies to a spike protein that doesn't exist. Hmm. This was a stupid way to make the vaccines. It was predicted to fail, and you can get vaccinated over and over and over again, and you are chasing, you are fighting last year's war. Those spike proteins don't exist any longer, and therefore the antibodies you produce to them are useless. Do you see Dr. Kelly, start with you on this one, Steve, I want you to chime in afterwards, the medical community fighting back at all? Again, I mean, I know there's the, the, a faction like you that have all along, but do you see in general the medical community fighting back at all on some of what you just said? I, I got to tell you, I do not. I think largely um, physicians have been uh, AWOL on this. Uh, they have been weak, they have been cowardly, they have been intellectually uh, dishonest and intellectually lazy. Hmm. Uh, you know, listen, it's hmm. not without, you know, without fear. Uh, you know, we have been threatened. It, you are threatened with sanction and possible loss of your medical license if you, in as much as try to offer a patient informed consent, in other words, tell them the pros and the cons of these vaccines. You are not, if you say anything other than, oh, absolutely, roll your sleeve up, it's safe and effective, then you can be you know, threatened with losing your license or losing your board certification or worse. The reality is, however, if physicians were intellectually honest and said, no, here's the reality. These vaccines have not completely tested. They are not effective at stopping you from contracting COVID. Let's face it, Anthony Fauci came out himself over the weekend, this past weekend, and said, quote, unquote, the vaccines are not particularly effective in stopping you from getting COVID. What else do you need to know? Right. So then why get one? If, if, exactly. Why, because it's a risk then and no benefit. And then they go on and say, but, but they will keep you from getting severe disease. Well, he still, BA4 and BA5 aren't causing severe disease. They may be very contagious. Mm -hmm. Yes. They aren't causing severe disease. So the idea that you would get vaccinated, quote, to prevent severe disease, well, this, this virus isn't at risk of causing severe disease, okay? It causes very mild disease. So I, I unfortunately wish I could say that my fellow physicians were rallying around, but we continue with two factions in this country, which is the very small group of us who have been willing to speak out from the beginning have suffered the slings and arrows uh, and being called all kinds of things, not the least of which is anti-vaccine, which is preposterous. But we have really, you know, suffered at this. And then the vast majority of physicians have either drunk the Kool-Aid themselves or they've stuck their heads in the they stuck, stuck their heads in the sand. Steve, you and again, you you spend a lot of time on the admin side of this with you know doctors and administrators and so on. What are you seeing when it comes to some of that end of it? Is there any pushback at all? Not really. I mean, if anything, we saw a doctor in Florida. I don't know if you saw the pediatrician in Florida who was pushing for vaccines to be delivered to kids to five years of age, boosters, and she got terminated from her job because the state of Florida doesn't accept that as a premise of, you know, valid. So I think it depends on the state, you know, who the governor is, what their beliefs are. But, no, we don't see people pushing back um, right now much at all because there's too much risk. Even doctors who believe exactly the way that Kelly does don't push back because they're going to get threatened. And you know what? 
I think most of them want to practice medicine. They want to do the right thing. They're seeing, you know, the case we saw, you know, this week about ALS, you know, comes on much more rapidly at a much younger age. People are dying faster from it post-vaccine. They know that. They see that. But they also don't want to lose their medical license or spend their time fighting for it. So it's really a difficult situation. All right. I got questions coming in from listeners. We'll answer those as soon as we come back. Any others, please let me know. 307 200 8222 Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Find out right now about the Quiet Cool system, whether it works for you and your home. It probably does. $300 off right now if you mention KLZ. 720-526-0231. Experience the comfort level of a cool breeze with a Quiet Cool install from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Your quiet cool system evens temperatures throughout the house, so you don't need to run the AC all day. Colorado's temperate climate is the ideal environment for this technology because it stays cool in the evening and morning and gets hotter during the day. Your quiet cool system pulls the hot air out through the ventilation in your attic and gives you a lower baseline temperature to work with. It's a process called thermal mass cooling. The cool air you feel isn't recirculated. It's fresh, straight from outside. Get a quiet, cool system installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air to take your comfort level to the next level with a cool breeze. Mention this ad when you schedule and receive a $300 rebate. Call Absolute at 720-526-0231 and schedule your quiet, cool install. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, for that free mortgage review, give Kurt a call today, 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home, or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate, but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra cost. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Metro Pavers has a fantastic opportunity for Class A or B commercial dump truck drivers, offering competitive wages, advancement opportunities, health insurance, paid vacation, and performance bonuses. This is the right company to work for. Qualifications for the job include a valid Class A or B commercial driver's license, a professional attitude, hard working, and the ability to work overtime as needed. You must be able to pass a DOT physical and have a clean motor vehicle registration over the last three years. Metro Pavers built its reputation as a premier asphalt and paving company that has excelled in the greater Denver metro area for multiple generations. The ideal candidate has good communication skills, accountability and experience, safely loading, unloading and securing. Take advantage of this opportunity by visiting MetroPaversInc.com. That's MetroPaversInc.com. And tell them KLZ sent you.
No liberal media bias here. This is Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Dr. Kelly Victory with us today, Steve House as well, and I appreciate both of you guys uh, joining us. So uh, I know we talked about masks a little bit ago, and Dr. Kelly, since you're in uh, California even more than than Steve and I are, uh, somebody texted in yesterday, said, L.A. sports talk show host based in Miami asked the L.A. host, they must have been doing some sort of a dual you know, show about rumors of another California blanket mask mandate. The L.A. host replied they are considering it, although he gave some sort of a sarcastic opinion about it. Have you heard anything at all about a blanket California mask mandate? Well, it's certainly happening in L.A. County. I'm, I'm doing a couple shows on it this evening. Okay. Uh, it's ridiculous. But, yes, they are reinstituting mask mandates um, all around L.A. County. Uh, and again, this is based on number one, they're following, you know, this ridiculousness of quote case numbers when the case numbers, as we've said over and over again, are meaningless because they don't translate into increased hospitalizations or, or certainly increased deaths. Um, but yes, they are getting ready to do this. And uh, I can't think of a worse time to be doing it. It's in the dead of summer, uh, where I was in Southern California this past week. It was, Every day between 114 and 117 degrees, um, I can't believe you actually think that uh, people are going to be able to tolerate wearing masks, let alone that they're necessary. Steve, you want to add anything to that at all? <laughs> How does the virus live in the desert like that? I don't know. Sure, That's just crazy. Um, I don't know. It just seems funny if that's the case. All right. I, I think that's crazy to do a mask mandate. I mean, you might as well... People are going to get heat stroke by having masks on. I know. So, I know. I, and I had another another uh, comment, uh, same texter about, you know, just watching another church service online. Uh, and, and basically, uh, this was a pastor back east talking about our church retreat they were having and asking folks to pray for those that were attending, that COVID's getting bad again and so on. And this person's just saying, can't believe that that uh, sharing a uh, sharing. Uh, this is the exact quote. I cannot believe I'm sharing a planet with people who make chinchillas appear smart. Um, you know, I can't argue with that one at all. Sorry. Just can't. All right. I've had Delta got the monoclonal antibodies. Then one month later in January of 2022, got Omicron, very mild symptoms. Now I'm wondering if I catch BA5, will it be mild symptoms or worse like Delta? Never been vaccinated. Just curious, am I protected good enough against BA5 or does it really matter, Dr. Kelly? Well, chances are, you know, this person will not get BA4, BA5 because they had one of the more recent, um, more recent mutations, more okay. recent variants. Um, a, but a, any way you cut it, the reality is that BA4 and BA5 cause very mild symptoms. For most people, it's a sore throat, uh, runny nose, and maybe a low-grade fever. Most people are simply treating their symptoms with uh, you know, typical over-the-counter things, ibuprofen, Tylenol, decongestants, maybe some cough medicine. Uh, you have to remember, prior to this, it's what in the olden days we would have referred to as a cold. Um, you know, yeah. it, it was yeah. back in the olden days when people didn't take to their beds and start, you know, quarantining themselves and putting a black X on their door um, just because they sneezed twice and had to blow their nose. Um, truly, we have got to, you know, we are in the endemic stage here. This virus is not going away. We have got to learn to live with it. It's going to continue to mutate. 
There will be some strains that cause a little bit worse uh, symptoms and others that are very, very mild. You can, you absolutely are not going to be protected forever any, you know, any more than you're protected from the common cold. But, right. It's not like you can say, right. I got a cold. Yeah, but I got a cold last year. Right. And you're going to get a cold next year. Uh, this is the reality yep. because the viruses mutate and you, the best thing you can do is pay attention, really fastidious attention to maintaining your overall health, yep. your overall immune system function by doing the, the basics, adequate sleep, regular exercise, good nutrition, stress management, all of those things, and then taking the supplements that we've talked about from the beginning, including vitamin D and vitamin C and zinc. Okay. Along those same lines, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Jump in. No, I was simply going to say I, I can agree with all of that, Kelly, except for I don't like the taste of good nutrition. So I can't. I'm <laughs> that nutrition's a lot better, isn't it? <laughs> good one. I take, good a one. Lot, I, take a lot of, I take a lot of supplements to overcome. Um, my bad nutrition, and they don't taste at all where the donuts taste really good. No, they do not. You you are correct on that one. (laughs) Well, okay, along those same lines, uh, Dr. Kelly, and I appreciate that because we've talked for months and months now about the immune system keeping it up and the fact that if we'd have concentrated as much on that as we did keeping people isolated, we'd have been a whole lot better off as far as response goes, on and on and on. So along those lines, I had a text message. Uh, This person had low testosterone, got tested at low testosterone, older gentleman, so started taking shots, raised the levels shortly after beginning the shots got a cold not because of the shots of course but just you know just got a cold because stuff's running around it could have been covid could have been not who cares one way or the other bottom line is in this particular case it went away much much faster than this person would have normally you know recovered from said cold does that in in a case of men does raising testosterone among older men help them with their immune system or not uh, good question. Um, I, I can't say that there's any document. I, I certainly am unaware of any studies that would say that that's the case, that having higher testosterone levels has enhances your immune function. Uh, but it's a reasonable question. I, I just am unaware of any studies. I mean, because it does help metabolism out. and some of those things. So exactly, decent exactly. question. So you know, the, the, there's no, no question that having adequate testosterone levels does a lot of things, including, you know, uh, improve mentation, improve your ability to maintain lean muscle mass. Sleep, all of that, right? You know, all of those things. Hmm. So I can't, you know, so there's a, uh, not a direct correlation per se, but yeah, you know, I would suspect that yes, having all of your levels in the desired range would would likely enhance your immune function. I'm simply saying I can't point right. you to a study that would prove that. Well, we now dovetail off of that for men versus women, because I also know that as we all age, Kelly, Dr. Kelly, was Steve, you, I, whoever, once we reach kind of that magic number of the mid 40s, things in our bodies, and you know this as a doctor, start to slow down. You know, ladies develop and go through different things. So do men. So the question I've got is, as a part of overall health, if, if you know, folks around that 50 to 60 mark have not been checked and don't have those things in balance, would that not be just a part of overall health and keeping your immune system up anyways? Is that, was that for me? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that it is. Yep. Yes, I think that, it, you know, that that's absolutely part of it. As I said, we really have lost sight. And we're not talking about any of that is my point. Exactly. We should be, you know, paying attention to all these things. And you have yet to hear a Dr. Fauci or anyone in a position of true authority stand up and talk about these things. They still aren't talking about the basics, which is the association between vitamin D deficiency and severe outcomes from COVID. 
Uh, we've known that since almost the beginning. And what a simple thing to do, replace vitamin D. You know, inexpensive, over-the-counter, can be done by anyone. Um, yet they haven't, they've, you know, refused to talk about that as they, you know, yep. over and over That's again right. try to amplify no, the in fact, factor. Dr. In fact, Steve, it's gone just the opposite. If people have come out and talked in that manner, especially somebody like Dr. Kelly, they're shot down and called wackadoodles because they're not talking about general overall health as a way to defend against COVID. But yet because they're not talking in the vaccine language, quote unquote, they're, they're some sort of criminal now. It is, and, and vitamin D, by the way, in my mind, is a miracle vitamin. I mean, it's, it helps prevent prostate cancer because it keeps you healthy, your immune system is good. Uh, there's just so many advantages to it, um, but things like vitamin D don't cost very much. And, you know, yeah. general wellness, like taking zinc and taking, point. you know, a reasonable set of vitamins on a daily basis, John, they don't cost enough. So the answer to everything is, well, when you get sick, we'll give you a drug and make you yeah, better. And good that's, point. You know, they even saw, Kelly, and I saw this week, Kelly, that there was some description that if you were on metformin and you were taking it regularly for diabetics, then you manage COVID better than for people who didn't have it that had obesity but no diabetics. I, I had a hard time believing that, but that was a study I saw, and I thought, geez, that's crazy. You know, why aren't we talking about stopping being a diabetic? I mean, working your way through that process of your type 2 diabetic, we're just now talking about the fact that metformin itself can help you get through COVID. I crazy. Unbelievable. It, it, it is crazy, and we have known, and again, you know, people haven't talked about it in positions of authority because somehow it's not politically correct, but we have known, number one, that everyone is not at equivalent risk. We knew that it was mm -hmm. largely a disease that negatively impacted the elderly yep. and then those with a certain set of comorbidities. And of all of the comorbidities, heart disease, diabetes, obesity, hands down, the most significant risk factor is obesity. That's a fact. That's not fat shaming. That's a fact. And of all of the things we could have been telling people to do, in addition to taking vitamin D, would be address your issue of obesity if that is a risk factor for you because it is the single thing that will decrease your risk of having a bad outcome from COVID. Oh, and incidentally, decrease your risk of developing type 2 diabetes heart disease, strokes, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, different orthopedic issues, and on and on and on. But, you know, again, that's not cool to say. It's way more fashionable to talk about uh, hiding in the basement, social distancing, wearing a mask, and waiting to get your 13th, you know, booster. All right, Steve, I'll throw this to you. Dr. Kelly, chime in afterwards. I have not heard this. This just came in from a texter. Do any of us know about America frontline doctors and Dr. Gold going to prison for two months for speaking the truth. Have you heard that at all, Steve? Yes. Yes, she did, in fact, get a two-month prison sentence. I don't know what she was actually convicted of. Um, I think, Kelly, you may know that, but Simone definitely got a two-month prison sentence out of something to do with COVID. No, no actually, uh, it was it was because of her um, presence at and and supposedly uh, her actions at January 6th. That's right. Uh, That's right. It was COVID, January 6th. It was, yes. It, it was not, it was not about COVID um, specifically. It was about her attending the January 6th riot uh, and actions there. Now there's no question in my mind. And I think in yep. the minds of many others uh, that she was targeted because of her appearance there uh, because of things that she has said and her being very outspoken um, on the COVID issue, uh, but the reason she was actually convicted and sentenced to two months uh, in 
in prison was because of January 6th. And paying a $9,500 fine is what I see. That's correct. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Steve, along those lines, uh, some of this data and things that we've talked about, I'll start with you. Uh, This comes from a texter. Is there any sources available for for statistics regarding deaths by age groups? I'm going to add my own words here. And ethnicity. I have a friend whose daughter is a nurse, and he told all of the individuals who were going to hospitals that they were young and and unvaccinated. And again, I'm I'm asking that same question: Do we have any data yet on actual deaths in age groups and ethnicity? Yes, I mean even even if you look at theirs, right? I mean you can look at both you know virus related deaths in the demographic structure, but even theirs has. There are people out there who take the data off of it every day, every other day, and they formulate demographics around it. I don't know what the, the website is off the top of my head, but I've seen the data, John. So you can go out there and find it if you really want to find it regarding vaccines for sure. Okay. No, I, what I'm asking, Steve, is do we have that on COVID deaths? Not vaccine, COVID deaths. Yeah, I'm sure you can. You, I mean, there's probably in multiple sources where you can look at it from Johns Hopkins to I don't think World or Meters Info actually breaks it down by demographics, but there's plenty of sources out there that take the data, including Johns Hopkins, and you can break it down by demographics. Okay. Uh, Dr. Kelly, this uh, just came in. I'll take a break after this one. Had a doctor tell me that vitamin B count, if it's high, you have a very good chance at not catching COVID. This person's been taking it since day one, never has had a symptom of COVID. Is there truth to that? Uh, Did you say vitamin B as in boy? Boy as as in boy, not D as in dog. So B as in boy. Well, there's no question that vitamin B is critical uh, to overall immune health, and it's one of the reasons why we suggest that people supplement vitamin B uh, regularly. Um, but the, the, there's no study that I'm aware of, again, that says if your vitamin B count is in a certain range that you'll do you know, mm. better than somebody else. That does exist, on the other hand, for vitamin D. We know that if vitamin D levels are over 60 nanograms per milliliter, that you have a far uh, decreased risk of actually uh, getting admitted to the hospital um, from COVID. And we've known that from the beginning. And the reason that's so important is because unlike uh, other vitamins, vitamin D deficiency is very, very prevalent in the United States. Upwards of 80% of all African-Americans or dark-skinned people um, are are vitamin D deficient, 50% of Latinos, and more than 30% of Caucasians. So this is something that's Mm. so prevalent that the idea that we have not addressed this head-on during this pandemic is really tragic. It's such an easy thing to correct. All right. We'll be right back, folks. Keep texting 307 200 8222 high five plumbing is next again 877 we high five for the in you know the intake side or you know the, the freshwater side they can handle that as well as the sewer and all of that as well upgrades you name it they can do it all 877 we high five you thought having a kitchen next to your garden was a fantasy that was until you had help installing it from the experts at high five plumbing they took care of your outdoor kitchen sinks and an irrigation system for your garden. You even added a new fountain so your backyard looks and feels picture-perfect, all thanks to the -the behind-the-scenes work from the High Five Techs. You thought about trying to do the install, but you're inexperienced. And with the amount you already invested in the project, it would be a risky and unnecessary hassle. Besides, 
With expert plumbers who attend trainings weekly, you feel confident knowing you will be treated right and the work will be done correctly. The last step to finish your new outdoor oasis is only a call away with outdoor plumbing services from High Five. Don't miss out on the waived dispatch fee for KLZ listeners only. Call 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, Al Smith, our financial advisor, will invite you or is inviting you to a dinner, Ruth Chris, at uh, the 26th of this month. So uh, July 26th, Tuesday, 6.30 to 8 o'clock. Register for that by just calling him, 303-744-1128, or go to klzradio.com. Inflation affects everyone differently. It seems strange because everyone is spending more money in certain categories. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial explains that your situation is unique. And that just because prices are inflated doesn't mean inflation affects you the same way it affects everyone else. You can live with inflation as you have before by combining trips, staying local, or being frugal. But since inflation affects you uniquely, you should personalize your financial plan. Al Smith knows that it's the big picture planning that matters the most when the market is down. He can help you make financial moves that, unless you're a financial planner, you wouldn't think of. Like maximizing your 401k in a market downturn. Create a strategy with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and enjoy the comfort of understanding how financial circumstances, like inflation, affect your personal financial situation. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. All right, so a little tongue-in-cheek because we want to lighten things up a little bit occasionally. Texter says, uh, Steve, I'll let you answer this one. If I vote by mail and vote Democrat, will I still get BA5? That's what my ballot harvester told me. <laughs> if I vote by mail and I vote Democrat, we still get it. Well, it depends on what's on the outside of that envelope, I guess. That's pretty right? good, actually. All right, so here's one that came in, Dr. Kelly, to really reiterate some of what we were just talking about. I always catch hour one on Thursdays. The MSN coordinated frenzy about the new variant made me curious to find unbiased reporting. No luck. Google offered at top of list variant BA5 after only VARI was entered. In other words, just put in very and it already fills in the blank. The top stories, news about COVID gave on CNN, PBS, and on and on and on we go. But I selected a science alert health article by Hillary Bruick of Business Insider and that one was recommended jabs, boost masks, and the new Plaxivid. No MSM or no MSM should be believed because they never mention your list of preferred measures and therapeutics. And by the way, they are correct. Well, I, I appreciate that. Unfortunately, this is the tragedy. This is when people go and search Google or any yep. of the search engines. Frankly, they're all owned by. Uh, you know, by the government, yep. and it is you know those those sites are all censored, so you won't get to the truth. And this is not. I mean, it's so dangerous because we we really deserve to have open, vigorous debate and dialogue uh, regarding these different things. 
Um, You have been led to believe that there were no treatments available. You're led to believe that these vaccines are safe and effective. Uh, They've changed the goalpost over and over and over again. Now you've got Anthony Fauci for the first in a rare moment of actually, you know, making a truthful statement. Fauci said these vaccines are not particularly effective at stopping you from contracting COVID. He's right. Yeah. So, so why in the world are you continuing to push them? And the you know mounting number of severe adverse events, uh, at some point, there's just so long they can hide the bodies. If you simply yep. look, here's, an, here's a fun thing to do. Search, put in the, tw- in, in the uh, search bar of any of these search engines, died suddenly. Mm. Mm. Suddenly is becoming the number of obituaries and stories that are popping up, whether it's, you know, soccer players, young, healthy soccer players or actors and actresses or whoever it is put in died suddenly. It is becoming remarkable how many people died in their sleep, died, you know, 26 year old died suddenly, 21 year old died suddenly. And then if you go on to read it, they will say things like, it was determined that he or she died of natural causes. And when you ask what that natural cause was, it was, you know, blood clots to the brain, cardiomyopathy, myocarditis. Since when is a blood clot to the brain natural in a 21-year-old? It's not. I mean, I'm here to tell you, it's simply nope. not. Nope. So the number of, quote, died suddenly obituaries that I read on a daily basis mm-hmm. is terrifying. Uh, no, another caller called in. Uh, was infected with RSV earlier this year. I know we've talked about this in the past a little bit, Dr. Kelly. Seem to be the identical symptoms to COVID. How can you tell the two apart? Could many COVID cases actually be RSV instead of COVID? There's no question, and this has been the problem. RSV stands for respiratory syncytial virus, uh, far more common in children, frankly, than in adults and can cause very, very serious illness in children, uh, like influenza, mm-hmm. far bigger risk to children than COVID ever was. Um, but the issue is they only, if you only test for COVID and you only test on top of that with these faulty PCR tests, you will find out everything is COVID. Half the people I know who got tested for COVID weren't tested for for influenza, they weren't tested for RSV, and you know your caller uh, or listener rightly points out the symptoms are quite similar. It's cough, congestion, fever, body aches. You know, very very similar symptom um, group between all of these viruses. So you know you won't find what you don't look for. If you only test for COVID, mm-hmm. I promise you mm-hmm. everything will be COVID. Mm-hmm. Great point. And Steve, again, you and I have talked about this even before Dr. Kelly came on board a year ago. We were talking about this, you know, well over a year ago about some of these things not even being COVID. And that was early on in all of what we were talking about at that time. And it's it's not gotten any better, I hate to say. I don't think it has. You know, one of the things that I've seen along the lines of this conversation, John and Kelly, was I know three or four people recently who took the rapid test were negative, went back a day later, took the PCR test, and they were positive. And, you know, what do you believe, right? I mean, that's part of the problem here. And first of all, why would you get tested? I mean, I I guess the question for a lot of people should be, why are you getting tested to begin with? If you have flu-like symptoms, assume you've got the flu and stay home because you wouldn't go to to work and give people the flu any more than you would COVID. What's the point of being tested with COVID? Because they're not going to treat you for it. No. Not much different anyway. Is that right, Kelly? 
No, and that that is such an important point, Steve. People ask me all the time, you know, I've got these symptoms, should I get tested? And I say, no. Why? Why? What are you going to do differently? If you have a cough, take cough syrup. If you have a fever, take ibuprofen and Tylenol. If you're congested, take a decongestant, okay? And keep your distance. You know, but I mean, truly, I I don't mean to be dismissive, but the point is we have lost our common sense. When you, in the past, when you had those symptoms, you didn't feel the need to run off to the emergency department or the urgent care and get diagnosed with something. You said, oh, I've got a virus. You didn't need to know which virus. And and Dr. Kelly, I mean... Again, being self-employed, maybe this was just me because I really had no such thing ever in my entire life as sick leave. No offense, I never stayed home. It, precisely, and and that's and and so I'm, it's one thing if you're talking about having severe symptoms and right. you're thinking, "Wow, I want to know if I actually have influenza A because if I do, then my doctor is going to want to start me on Tamiflu, or I want to find out if I actually have." Delta, because if I do, then I, you know, I'm going to avail myself of monoclonal antibodies or hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin or steroids or whatever it is you might need. But with the symptoms that people are having now, I, it is absolutely insanity to go out and get tested. Um, you cannot trust the test in the first place. The rapid tests are completely unreliable. The PCR tests were never intended to be used for this purpose. And unless one of the main, you know, the rules of medicine that you learn as a first year medical student is never order a test, the results of which will not change your actions. Mm. Mm. Good point. You are not going, don't, don't run out and yep. test something. If, if it's positive for COVID or negative, what are you going to do differently? If the answer is nothing, then you just wasted your time. Yep. All right, next question. 62-year-old sister contracted COVID for the second time. Urgent care, she was given an IV infusion. She said she's feeling uh, so much better so quickly. Are you aware of this infusion, and is it safe in the long term? Well, I, I don't know what she got. I, I don't, I don't know either. if she got an infusion of, of normal saline uh, and because she was dehydrated or if she got an infusion of monoclonal antibodies. Um, so I, I'm not sure what we're talking about. Um, it, it, there are clearly some monoclonal antibodies out there that uh, people can use if they're having significant symptoms. Right. Um, but again, the, the people who are, are having significant symptoms from uh, the current variants are very, very few. And so most folks are simply treating it with over-the-counter medication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. Makes sense. After reading... Or this, this is the texture again. After reading that the vaxxed are putting off spike proteins that can make an unvaccinated person sick, can these spike proteins do damage to an unvaccinated person's DNA? You know, this issue of, quote, spike shedding, I think, is still very much up in the air. Uh, I have not read credible studies that actually prove that, although there's been talk about it for now well over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know, and I will touch on the idea that uh, despite, again, what you were told, what you were, quote, reassured that, number one, these mRNA vaccines, that the mRNA, number one, would be eliminated for your, your body very quickly. In fact, if you look at the CDC and mm-hmm. FDA's website, they say within, within quote, several days, uh, it will be eliminated. And number two, we were told that it certainly wouldn't uh, affect your DNA. Well, we know that both of those things are not true. The mRNA actually stays in the body for upwards of 30 days and in some, uh, some cases for several months. 
and we know now from recent studies that it can actually get, does get incorporated into DNA within a matter of hours, uh, and specifically the DNA of li- in the liver, uh, and therefore can the problem with that is that means you could continue to produce those spike proteins in perpetuity. Uh, the mRNA is not eliminated quickly as we were told it would be. It doesn't stay in the arm where it was injected as we were told it would, and it does, in fact, and we have clear evidence from scientific studies that it does incorporate into DNA. Okay. Steve, have you heard any more about that or read any studies on that at all? No, I, I haven't. I mean, I think that there, again, you know, as we saw earlier today, you know, the, the researchers saying that if you mention the word prion, you can't get published. So right. I don't know how we're going to see a lot of stuff. I mean, hmm. if the papers aren't out there, if the research papers aren't out there to be discussed, and you're getting threatened with your medical license, mm-hmm. who knows what's really out there? Right? Mm-hmm. There could be a lot of information we need. Kelly, uh, Dr. Kelly, real quick, just kind of close us out. We've got about three or four minutes left. You sent a, a text message to Steve and I both on the uh, athletes that are, uh, you know, going into cardiac arrest, which, by the way, I mean, to me, I look at these numbers and being an athlete, you know, as I was back in the day, and I've had kids play sports and so on and still have, you know, friends and, and close friends and family that I know are very involved in that end of things. In my lifetime, I've never heard of this many healthy, healthy young people having severe issues, and I've got to believe that it's associated with, with the vaccine. Well, we have to, there has to be an explanation. What we know from the numbers is we have 22 times, you heard that right, 22 times more young, healthy athletes died uh, in the last calendar, you know, 12, mm-hmm. 12 months than in any other previous recorded year, okay? We have young, healthy people dropping like flies out of everything from uh, blood clots to the lung, strokes, heart attacks, sudden cardiac death, myocarditis, pericarditis, and on and on. And somebody needs to explain what that's from. Uh, We know that these are not from people who had COVID. The big Israeli study that just came out showed that there was no increased myocarditis and pericarditis in people who had had COVID, who had actually just had the virus. Their increase in those incidents of cardiac issues, for example, was in the vaccinated population. So when you've got a lot of young, healthy people dying of non-COVID issues, somebody is obligated, and that somebody in the United States, the group who is tasked with looking into that, the epidemiologic studies, should be the CDC. It Mm -hmm. is their job to investigate these things. Yet instead of doing that, they're spending all their time telling you to go out and get boosted uh, with a vaccine that they admit it, you know, does not actually stop you from contracting COVID. Guys, uh, Steve, you want to add anything to that? I'm going to let you go otherwise. I do, do, and I think that the Congress has an obligation to investigate the unanswered questions Kelly was just talking about Mm -hmm. as well. Because the CDC, if they won't do it, if the FDA won't do it, Congress is obligated to hold hearings on why people are dying um, from SADs and all this other stuff. Okay. Guys, as always, appreciate it. Great information. These are the type of shows I can replay in the future. I will say, I told Charlie during one of the breaks, I really, no offense, guys, I thought by now, Dr. Kelly, we, you and I would be talking about other health things. Steve, you and I would be talking technology and some of the things we used to. I had no idea we'd still be talking about this particular subject at this point in time, and I'm not sure it's going to end until this election's over. It's tragic, and I'm ready to, to, to move on. I'm sure the American people are ready to move on, yeah. and they deserve to. 
All right, Kelly, I'll let you go. Thank you very much, Steve. Uh, again, I appreciate it. You're the one that set all this up over a year ago, and I appreciate it very, very much, sir. Thank you, John. It's always good to be with you, my friend. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your week. And up next, Veteran Windows and Doors. Again, the best way to save energy is to make sure the house is sealed up. Dave can help you with all of that. And actually going to have him out to my house here in the not-too-distant future. So give Dave a call today, 303-529-0720. Dave Bancroft founded Veteran Windows and Doors on three Marine Corps principles. Integrity, knowledge, and dependability. Integrity, because he won't sell you something you don't need. Veteran Windows and Doors charge you an honest amount, saving you half of what the competitors charge. Knowledge, because he would rather you be more educated than the next Windows sales rep that comes to your door. He'll go through the specs of the product you do need in your home. Dave is sure to explain that the U-Factor will determine energy efficiency, that the solar heat gain coefficient is necessary for temperatures inside your home and in preventing sun damage. Dave doesn't need sales gimmicks like heat lamps because he uses actual industry standards, meeting and exceeding code. Dependability is Dave visiting every customer personally so he can consider what year, how your house was built, and help you customize your new window or door. Veteran windows and doors stand by their principles. Visit klzradio.com window to see for yourself. All right, reverse mortgage specialist Bruce Simmons, who wants to help you dispel all of those myths, which we do in, in COVID world on a every Thursday basis. Uh, Bruce can do the same thing when it comes to reverse mortgages. 303-467-7821 or klzradio.com. Your parents think you want their house when they die, but you don't care about the house. You just want your parents to be financially secure in retirement. Call KLZ's local reverse mortgage specialist, Bruce Simmons, today. Tell him about your parents' situation. Then, set up a meeting so you can all talk together. You know, a lot of seniors hesitate to look into reverse mortgages because they think their kids want the house, but they've never actually asked their kids. The truth is, you don't want the house. You'd much rather make sure your parents can live comfortably in their home for years to come. Plus, your parents can still leave you the house with a reverse mortgage. Sure, some of the equity may be used up, but just like with any other mortgage, all of the remaining equity goes to the heirs when the homeowners pass away. Don't let your parents make financial decisions based on false information. Call Bruce Simmons today, 303-467-7821. Ask him about a reverse mortgage for your mom and dad. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Call KNR Home Transitions for all of your realty needs. They are our experts. KLZRadio.com, 720-437-8210. They always find a way. Buyers having trouble competing with cash offers. Veterans with credit issues who need a new place immediately because their lease got canceled. Sellers who don't have the time or resources to clean up the property for showings. Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions will do whatever it takes to buy or sell your home. With the combined experience of two realtors for the price of one, you will find a creative solution for your unique situation. In their years of buying and selling properties, Catherine and Robin have developed a vast network of professionals in the real estate industry. They have knowledge and connections the average real estate agent has probably never heard of, like the Lease to Buy program, combined with a genuine heart for helping people no one else will help. Choose the real estate team that always finds a way. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com home. 
K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. All right, folks, that's it for this first hour. And as I always say, if you miss any of this hour, it will replay. It's Thursday. It'll replay between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. Otherwise, go to the website, RushToReason.com. You can find all of Dr. Kelly's information there, all of our past hours that we have spent with her, the year plus, by the way. So anything you need, go right to our website, RushToReason.com. We'll be right back. Hour two is next. This again is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.